Welcome, listeners, to our review of Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix. It's changing out there. There's a storm coming, Harry. Just like last time. Ministry of Magic is pleased to announce the appointment of Dolores Jane Umbridge as High Inquisitor to address the falling standards at Hogwarts School. Things at Hogwarts are far worse than I feared. So, Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix is a 2007 fantasy film directed by David Yates. He's here. He's our first one. He does the rest of them now, doesn't he, Dean? Yes. If only he'd started off strong. Ooh, (laughs) we're going there already. (laughs) Wow, all right. Distributed by Warner Brothers Pictures, it is based on J.K. Rowling's 2003 novel of the same name. It is the fifth film in the Harry Potter film series, and as usual, it stars the the regular people. Daniel Radcliffe, Rupert Grint, Emma Watson. Please stop there. We do I not need do. we do not need to hear the next 20 cast members names. Why don't you just I will say the the new people. The new people, yeah. Yeah, Ivana Lynch as Luna Lovegood. She actually beat out 15,000 other girls for the role. Yeah, I did see that. Uh, She suffered from an eating disorder when she was younger and personally wrote to J.K. Rowling. And, uh, you know, J.K. said, come over to an audition, and and there it was. There you go. We also have Imelda Staunton as Dolores Umbridge and Helena Bonham Carter as Bellatrix Lestrange. The story follows Harry Potter's fifth year at Hogwarts of witchcraft and wizardry as the Ministry of Magic is in denial of law. Voldemort's return. So, music this time by Nicholas Hooper, who comes back and does The Half Blood Prince as well. That's his basically his two biggest films. Okay, fair enough. Cinematography by Slawenmir Idziak. I looked at his uh, filmography. He also did the cinematography for Black Hawk Down and Gattaca. Oh, Gattaca has very nice cinematography. Black Hawk Down doesn't. I mean, I don't even know if I've seen the whole thing through. Hmm, I think I saw it probably around the time it came out. Haven't seen it since. So let's look at casting choices here, Dean. We're going to have Helen McCrory uh, going to play Bellatrix Lestrange, but due to her pregnancy, she had to be replaced by Helena Bonham Carter. She actually came back in later on in the series to play Narcissa Malfoy, Bellatrix's sister. Oh, is she going to be Bellatrix? Yeah. Did you just say Bellatrix's sister? That's what it says. I'm not sure if I know that or not. Do I know a bit more about Harry Potter than you? Yeah. They're sisters. Yeah. Bellatrix and Narcissa. Look, his son, he's asking his wife, you can't believe it. Wow, I honestly had <laughs> forgotten that. Wow, look at that, I know more about you. Do you want me to keep going about the uh, the Bellatrix Lestrange family tree there? Yes, please what do. What do you know about it? What do you know about it before I interrupt you? Uh, almost nothing. Really? Okay, well, her sister, Narcissa, is obviously Draco Malfoy's mum. Obviously. We have uh, Nymphadora Tonks, is actually uh, their cousin. Are you serious? Yes, I'm serious. Looking at looking at Tonks as well, her family disowned her for marrying the muggle-born wizard Ted Tonks. Wow. That's what happened to her. Yeah. Ted Tonks, eh? Yeah, what a name. <laughs> Rolls off the tongue. <laughs> oh, I'm glad after four movies I've managed to uh, have some Harry Potter trivia that you had no idea about. I mean, in fairness. Now you can, now I, you can shut up about the first names, all I, right? I disliked the book so much that if this is where oh, Bellatrix was introduced and her family history uh, delved into, then, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of not surprised that I didn't remember that. Let's look at some different uh, casting choices here for Luna Lovegood. We almost had Shersha Ronan or Juno Temple. Juno Temple? Either of those work? Uh, I mean, Shersha works. Sure. 
I could see Shersha Ronan as Luna Lovegood. I could see Shersha Ronan as Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah, she she's a chameleon. She can just play any role. Correct. Starring Shersha Ronan as Voldemort. <laughs> Speaking of the cast here, Emma Watson was seriously thinking about whether or not to actually keep acting in the franchise after this instalment. She was going to pull the plug. That would have been really, really bad. Like, tragic for the franchise as a whole. I mean, financially, it would be incredibly dumb, but obviously, if she was going to quit, I mean, she'd have millions already, and I know she wanted to focus on her schooling, but I'm glad she didn't. She decided to stay after considering it because she thought it would be a bit uncomfortable to watch the movies with someone else playing Hermione. That really would be quite odd. Yes. Kenneth Branagh was going to come back into this film as uh, Gilderoy Lockhart in a brief cameo as well. Did you know about that? No. Which bit would he have come into? Uh, he would have been in the hospital when they went to go visit Ron's dad. He would have uh, still had the effects of the 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 wand, the the cast, the, the spell he got. The, the wand, the still, wand spell. Still had the effects of the wand. Yeah, the, the broken wand, the broken wand spell he used. He would have ah, still had that effect on him. A confundus charm, no doubt. I don't know if you're trying to trick me or not here. Just making sure the listeners remember who the Harry Potter fan is, just because I don't know that <laughs> yes, Bellatrix and Narcissa were related. I think related. they all know. <laughs> Stephen King said Dolores Umbridge was the greatest make-believe villain to come along since Hannibal Lecter. Okay. Um, kudos for Stephen King. I'm surprised he didn't name one of his villains instead of Harry instead of Hannibal Lecter. Who do you think he would say? Was it is it Annie Wilcox from Misery? I think it's Annie Wilkes, isn't it? Is it Wilcox? I don't know. It's I think it might be Wilkes. Yeah, that would have made much more sense if he said that. I mean, I would make fun of him for being so arrogant, but I mean, greatest villain since Hannibal Lecter. I don't know about that. And I'm not going to yeah, say mean, one, between- one's better, but it's just, she's she's fine. You're, you're more of a Voldemort fan? I mean, isn't everyone? No, I've seen some uh, opinions out there that Umbridge is much more worse than Voldemort, Wh- which worse, I disagree with. Worse how? Just the way she acts, her like passive aggressiveness. Okay. I mean, I disagree. I- I'm with you. I'm glad you're with me, Hendo. In spirit. Mm. So, obviously, we have a bit of wand dueling at, towards the end of the film here. They actually designed, uh, they actually got a specific wand choreographer in to uh, teach the actors how to do a, a different style of fighting how does in this that, film. How does that job exist? Like, I how don't does know. one I, go about finding a wand choreographer? His name was Paul Harris. He Is it no longer? Highly unorthodox way of fighting. Highly unorthodox? Yeah. Apparently, the result consisted of five basic spell casting moves, which each of the actors and actresses were then allowed to adapt slightly to fit his or her own character. So, for instance, you had Lucius Malfoy would have a very formal and somewhat stiff fighting style, while Sirius Black used a snappy and more spontaneous street fight style. Did you notice any of this? <laughs> this is so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> they really went in depth, eh? They went in something. So while filming the standoff scene in the Ministry of Magic, Matthew Lewis, who plays Neville, Neville. suffered a perforated eardrum while tilting his head, while Helena Bottom Carnum improvised a sticking her wand in his ear as a sort of Q-tip to torture him. He actually went deaf for a couple of days afterwards. I mean, that's uncalled for. If if he didn't know it was happening and it hadn't been discussed, you don't just ram something in someone's holiest of holies without telling them. Do you think the ear is the holiest of holies? I mean, for Neville, it probably is. Anyway, this premiered in London on the 3rd of July in 2007 with a runtime of 138 minutes. Now, the major tagline here was, evil must be confronted. Okay, that's fine. Let's have a look at the other ones I saw here. The Rebellion Begins, You Will Lose Everything, Only One Can Survive, 
The only way is rebellion. No one can protect you. Make a final stand and dissent will not be tolerated. Also, we're rebels. We rebel. (laughs) (laughs) All right, budget of $150 Worldwide, gross $942 million, the second highest so far. How is that even possible? That it was the second highest? Yeah. Do you think... Well, Philosopher's Stone obviously grossed the most. And then, I, oh, I was going to say, it was it would have gone, it would have stopped at uh, Chamber of Secrets and then started gradually going up. But Prisoner of Azkaban was the worst one. That's a bit odd. Yeah, I agree with you. Why Why is this? Why is this the second highest one? Certainly not based on the quality of the film. Or based on the Oscar love either, because this got no nominations that year. One of two of the Harry Potter films. But this does have an average of 7.5 over 484,000 ratings. It is currently the fourth highest Harry Potter film we have done. Does that sound a bit better? You could say second worst. That would sound better. You don't want me to say best at all in this genre? You don't want me to be favourable at all with this film? Oh, no. It'd be good if you were favourable of it. Well, we'll find out if we are. We've got, got, got an idea of what you think about this film, but let's get into it, Dean. Thank you very much, listeners, for checking out this patron preview. Yeah, if you want to check out the whole episode, we've got everything over on at patreon.com slash journey. And we've got over 70 bonus episodes over there, including film series such as the Die Hard series, X-Men series, Mission Impossible series. We've also gone through some notable film directors such as Wes Anderson, Edgar Wright, and Quentin Tarantino. That's right. There's also tons of benefits over there, early access to our main show, patron-only polls that we put out on the regular. Exactly. You can also shape the show the way you want it to be by telling us what films you would like us to break down. And Dean said it's spot on patreon.com slash the movie journey. Go ahead and head over there and check out all the rewards and benefits we have to offer. And we thank you once again for checking us out. Thanks, y'all. 